Oh, boy. It would take me a minute to come out of that meditation. <laughs> Thank you. So back to school. Back to school. Well, it's funny because in, uh, I'll say a dream experience, but it's more of a spiritual dream that had a truth to it. I had this morning, I found myself in this uh, school, the, like a college setting and, and all, and there's like a university. So there's dorm rooms and all the classes and, you know, all the students around and, and all that. And I found myself uh, in a room with a few other students and we were uh, laughing. I remember they're falling all over each other, having a good time laughing, you know, just having fun. And then um, the, um, I call, I, she felt like I called her the queen mother, but she was the headmaster of the school. This lady came in to remind us that there was a dark force, a dark energy going around the school. This is kind of like Harry Potter stuff, if, just to let you know, like Hogwarts and stuff. It's literally a school like there's this being reminded there's this dark energy moving to the school. So be careful and be aware. And um, people are supposed to have these mirrors. You know, those divining rods they used to search for like water well, the, where we had these mirrors and these mirrors were the tool that somehow through the mirror by holding that around is almost like a divining rod. But in this case, it was letting us know where that dark force was to be aware of, you know, so it didn't get you or get hurt in any way. And it's funny because as she was talking, I, I was, I had my, this mirror and I had a, there's a couple rods coming off of it. I was going to actually put it on the wall. But as I was trying to put it on the wall, all of a sudden the mirror kept all of a sudden moving like this, you know, divining rod right towards the headmaster. And right when it was moving towards her, I knew she was the dark force. <laughs> the headmaster of the school was the dark force. And she was playing the game like it was something else. And as soon as I became aware and looked at her and knew, if you had these inner experiences or dreams where you get attacked by the darkness or a demon or something scary is out to get you, the monsters, the boogeymen, just like that, boom, all of a sudden the dark force came right at me. And um, it was very interesting because as soon as it hit me, the energy, I, I went, bam, right back into the body. So I was like jolted awake. But it's funny because the energy was only right from the neck level down where all the rest of me was just fine. You see, this dream is actually something that happened in my meditation this morning. As I meditated about two hours or so, I found myself drifting asleep like a lot of us do, right? The funny thing was, I was so focused here at the seat of the soul, I was watching that purple light all the time, that even as a part of me fell asleep, I was still aware watching the purple light, even at the same time I was in this dream experience. So here's a key. This world is a classroom. This world is everything from here down. This is the etheric realm. A reminder of our chart of the realms like we have here. In fact, Raquel, if you wouldn't mind just putting the camera on the chart of the realms just for a minute, um, just as a reminder to people like we have up here in the classroom. Remember all the realms, the physical realm, 
the astral realm, which is the realm of imagination, the causal realm, the realm of emotion, the mental realm, the realm of mind, and then the etheric realm, the realm of the unconscious. And then we go into the soul realm and the realm of spirits. Thanks, Raquel. So to be aware of these realms and levels and the chakras in the body are a microcosm of that. So we've got the seven main chakras I'm talking about, just like we have all the physical all the way up to soul and spirit. So it's symbolic of that. So coming up to the throat chakra is symbolic of the etheric realm or the unconscious. So the dark forces of the world only can have influence from this level down. That's where we experience all the scary things, the shadows, the boogeymen, the monsters that are there trying to cause fear. So we get caught up into that. And I remember Jim sharing from time to time, Lucifer's not evil. He's not bad or cruel. He's like the headmaster of the school that's here to make sure we learn our lessons. And when we learn our lessons, guess what? We get to graduate. We pass. We graduate. And we move now to the higher education. Get your master's degree, you know? Your master's degree up here. So we've got to graduate. We've got to move through all of our lessons or karmas in this physical creation right up to that etheric level. And in the body, it'll be right up to that throat level. And as soon as we start to rise above that to the seat of the soul here, well, that's where we've transcended those dark energies that roam about this world. They're whirlwinds. It's chaos here, light and dark. But really, this is a world of darkness. The light that is here is us, the soul. But we, the soul that is the light here in this darkness, in this creation, having our lessons, well, that's a lot of the journeys we're learning. We learn by having experience. That's why you hear me in here all the time share, don't avoid, participate in life. It is only through your participation, like going to class. You've got to go to class to learn the material, right? Well, through your participation is how you're going to learn from your experience. And then when you take the test, well, if you've really done your homework, you're going to know. And believe me, when you have the true knowing, well, then you're going to pass and graduate. And then as you do, well, that's where you're going to find yourself now being able to live more here from the truth of who you are as that living, loving essence of God. But when we are not fully awake here, when we have not learned all of our lessons, when we're still in school, we have homework to do to get to here, to graduate. So all those life experiences are all of us going to school. But that fear element, think about it. Even in school, don't you ever get nervous to take tests just in school in this world? You get scared, like, oh, my God, am I going to pass? What is that? Even in school here, we get scared about taking a test. Pass or fail. Oh, my God, failure, right? What is that? Oh, that's probably another dark force. Well, it is. What's the dark force? Fear. Fear is the only dark force that is all of this creation. There's loving of who we are and spirit is and fear that Lucifer is. Or Lucifer, as you know, as we define that quality of God, 
or aspect of God we call reflection, the Lord of reflection. It's just funny how it reflects here because in this realm it's also one of darkness. So it's kind of hard to learn when you can't see very well. And that's a big part of the challenge here. But believe me, as we walk through life and we start rising up out of the darkness, because when you start getting to those higher places, there's light that starts to come in. If any of you have been underwater, when you just go under the surface, there's plenty of light. But if you've gone down deeper, 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 like if you've ever been in a submarine, it gets dark and darker the lower you go. Well, that's what it's like in this creation. The deeper we go, the darker it gets. Well, the more than that experience of fear. Fear is just like a quality or an essence. But yet is that fear and that darkness that keeps us asleep and unaware of the truth of who we are. And so we stay caught up in it. Fear is always trying to get us to go into reaction because that is the only way it will have power over us is when we go into reaction. When we can begin to confront fear with neutrality, with unconditional loving, it has no power over us. But the only way to do that is to live from the soul of who you are because this is the only place where there's not fear in all of this creation. This whole creation is fear. But when we live here, we are living in the light of our own loving and that is more powerful than all the fear and darkness. When we live here, then that fear has no power over us. But when we go into reaction, well, that reaction is just letting us know we're not living here. We're living in one of these other levels that's caught up in the world. And through our reaction is how we begin to learn. There's our lessons. As soon as you have your reaction, that's your lesson. So pay attention to your lessons. If you want to learn to really get liberated and pass and be able to truly transcend this physical creation back into the spiritual realms, you've got to learn how the school works. It's a little different life experience here than just the schools in this world where you read and memorize things. It's very different. This learning is life experience, the school of life. But in this case, it's really, we're even going beyond. When I say life, I don't mean just our physical life. I really mean the life of the soul, the journey of the soul throughout this physical creation, throughout all of this classroom that we find ourselves in and all the classes that go on here. So it is one of learning. Just as you say, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Well, while we're here in this world, we've got to honor this aspect of God and how it works. So we want to honor and work with this physical creation. We have to participate to learn our lessons. That's the honoring of that. Lucifer is just the one to make sure we learn all of our lessons. When we learn all of our lessons, we can go on. It is that simple. But in that, all that fear that Lucifer can stir and those dark clouds and dark forces and all the evils that go on are all the tests. You know, when you feel like I'm being tested, well, I'll tell you right now, it's not God testing you. 
It's the headmaster and his wife. Polarity, right? In this case, the headmaster of this school, it's like I called her queen mother. I knew she, I even know she's the headmaster. I knew she's the queen mother. Well, that's the feminine aspect where Lucifer often is seen as a male or masculine aspect. So we have the polarity here. It's important to understand that because our lessons are in both masculine and feminine polarity. So in this case, it's dealing with the feminine aspect. But we have to be aware of that. See, it's really simple. Masculine, feminine, two things. Not a lot to pay attention to or keep track of, is it? I've got a left hand and a right hand. Okay. Pretty simple. And I've got a single eye. Pretty simple. So while we're down, focused down and out into polarity, we're going to be looking left and right, left and right, left and right, back and forth, back and forth. And so the pendulum swings. And so our reactions swing us back and forth as we are caught up in the polarity. No matter what the lesson is, there's all kinds of lessons here, and there's always this process of back and forth. Because when we can, when we can be caught up back and forth, that's what holds us here caught up, so we don't transcend and move into our freedom. But is that back and forth process where we learn? It's the repetition, just like in school. Here we go over things over and over and over to learn. So that's what we're doing. This back and forth between the polarities is learning the masculine and feminine aspects, the positive and negative aspects, the rights of the wrongs, the goods, the bads. It's all, of, it's all the same thing, but just different experiences of polarity. So be willing to look at your reactions and what those reactions are there to teach you. Because it is. It's there to teach you. But you've got to have the attitude and willingness to look at it with eyes of learning. But really, what is eyes of learning? Eyes of loving. When we look at things with loving, that's an openness, a willingness, a vulnerability to now be able to learn from all of these experiences we're having in this world of lessons. This is not a battle of good and evil here. This isn't about right and wrong. This isn't about overcoming the bad of the world to be good. This is simply learning through our experience and loving and accepting all of it. When we can move into loving and accepting all of it, we come into our center which is the neutral place. No matter which chakra, which level you're on, you've always got to come center. Come into your center and up. Into your center and up. In and up. In and up. Okay? Through every level, through every grade. So this morning, I was, I was focused here. So I was going through the experience and whammo. But I was all right. It's no problem because I was focused in the loving. It's just part of the world. I go, yep, God knows how many times have I had these experiences. They're kind of boring after a while. It's like, all right, where's the next demon going to come lurking around the next corner and attack me and think it kills me and it never does? When I first learned all this, I started turning on the demons and I went, boo! I scared them and they started running away. I'm not kidding. I've actually chased them away. Because when you're awake and you have the authority over fear, 
It's a whole different game. Because then it's a game. It's not necessarily the learning. Once you've learned the lessons, then it's a game and you get to play. I know a lot of us would like to play. It seems like a lot of work doing this pathway. I know years of homework. And it can be very challenging and stressful. And I'm sharing some of this today because also I know for probably the last year, but I know especially the last week or two, quite a few of our initiates have been having a very hard challenge. Well, that's why I'm sharing this today. Because that dark force, that headmistress, has been going around creating some mischief, scaring some people. But I'm here to tell you, you have nothing to fear. That's the game. That's Lucifer's game. He has the right to go and scare everybody to make sure they learn their lessons, to make sure they really get here and get free. And when you get free, then you can go on. You graduate. That's all it is. But it's important to understand the game and how it works or how to learn the lessons or play the game, depending on how we talk about it or look at it as we have over the years here. So usually it's a person here or there, but the last couple of weeks it's been quite a few of the disciples. And so that's part of what Jim and I are here to do is to share a lot of how this works and how a lot of this, some of you may even have had some of these dream or inner experiences over the weeks and months. So part of it is we're here trying to share so you have understanding and truly there is nothing in fear. When you get initiated, that statement, fear not for the Lord is with you, is more true than at any time in your life in this creation. When you have that sacred name anchored in your consciousness, an initiation, life changes. Because now you're one who is on the pathway of graduation and truly understanding what fear is and the lessons and knowing how to move through that and not react to it and not allow the fear to keep you caught up in this creation. The fear only has power over us because we give it power by reacting to it. That's why you hear me all the time talk about confronting your fear, arms open, total surrender, embrace it, accept it. Because when you can do that, that's the day that you'll be free. And that's the day that Lucifer and all of his agents know they'd no longer have any power over you. And then you know what happens? They tell you, get out of here. We don't want you here now. You know our game. Get out of here. You're an awake soul. We don't want you here because if you're awake and you start telling other people, you know, it's like the Matrix movie. If you start telling other people, well, then more people are going to start waking up. We don't want that, so get out. That's the other part. Of the, that's the fun part of the game. But just for fun, you know, then we stick around a little longer. At least the spiritual teachers do. So I'm going to tell you another little part of how some of that works and part of what some of the lessons that have been going around, too. So that was just this morning. But a week ago, 
in the midst of all, when the dark force was roaming around the campus trying to scare people, I found myself in an inner experience where it appeared somewhat like an Indian temple, kind of more of the Hindu nature. And there's a lot of outer ritual and worship. And that's, again, what this creation wants, is outer focus. So a lot of, a lot of religions or other spiritual pathways, if, they, if there's any kind of outer ritual or outer worship, it's an outer pathway. It's not a true spiritual inner pathway. It's an outer one. It's based upon dogma, karma, rights and wrongs, behaviors. Just like a lot of us in here are even going through, ooh, I, I'm spiritual. What's spiritual? Is it a behavior? People think you've got to act a certain way, and here's right and wrong, right? That's a lot of what we're going through. Well, that's the whole world. But a lot of even spiritual pathways and religions still do the same game. So here I was at this temple, and there's this group doing this outer worship and ritual, and I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I shouldn't have opened my mouth because then everybody goes, who are you? And I was like, okay. And right behind me was a little pool, a cleansing pool, like some of the rituals that do cleanses, literally like of the body, a lot of the rituals and cleansings of the religions, especially from the past. So I found myself there and I went, okay, I surrender, put my arms out, fell back into the pool as a surrender to what was going on there. Well, then the pool turned into a deep, dark hole that had no bottom. So down, down I go, falling, free falling, just backwards falling, watching the light at the top getting dimmer and dimmer as I'm going down deeper and deeper into this hole. I go, all right, done this a million times too. Oh, hum, let's see how long this one takes. Really, I'm not kidding. I've had these experiences so many times, but I'm sharing this too because at some point, if you haven't already, you're going to have these yourself where you feel like you're falling in the hole deeper and darker, whether you feel that way or whether you have a dream or inner experience. It's the same thing, whether you feel it physically here or literally have an inner experience. It's the same energy. We all know what that feels like. It's scary. Because the deeper and darker we go, the more scary it gets. And then in that fear, we react, and once again, we're caught up. That's why I'm sharing a lot of this today. So down, down, down I go, just falling backwards. Eventually, no light above me. It's all dark, but I can feel and kind of be aware, but it's dark like a cave where you can't see anything. It's like, all right, still falling, waiting to go splat, you know, on the bottom. Done that too, but most of the time there's not bottoms. So I kept going, falling. You know, I literally went into that place. Yeah, I've done this a whole bunch of times. Okay, we'll see where I go this time and see what the... Because usually I always go into some kind of experience. Usually the grace of the Holy Spirit will move me into some experience down in these dark caverns to bring the light into. Because here's the thing. I'll say this, and this isn't an ego or bragging statement. It probably is since I just said that, right? That Holy Spirit that resides in any teacher's consciousness is where God will send that to bring the light, to bring that light for freedom for those disciples of that teacher that are living in that fear and caught up. That's a lot of the role of the teacher. 
So I've gone down in these caverns a lot. In other words, sometimes referred to as the pits of hell, not fun places, but there's where most all of us, okay, everybody, that's why we're still here. Because when those scary places, those are the things that still have us hooked and we're afraid to look yet. And it's that fear then that keeps the soul in bondage. So I have a fun job. I get to go into the worst of the hells with everybody, not just myself, to start bringing the light into those areas where there's fear running in anybody's consciousness to assist and bringing that light so you begin to see that inner light so that you can begin to find your way out of that darkness. That's what the word guru means. The spiritual teacher really is the light bringer. Because we all need a reference, an example. We have to have that awakened in us so we can begin to see and be aware. So that's a lot of the service action that we do. So the teacher, we do a lot for the disciple, but really it's God's grace working through us. It's not me or Jim doing it. It's really God's grace working through us, bringing us into these areas to assist those that are initiates, to support them on their journey of freedom and liberation. So I had gone down falling, 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 and I'd been all these places before, but for whatever reason this time, I decided to do something different. I said, you know what? I'm really tired of this. I'm just going to turn around and let's see how deep this hole goes. I never explored how deep it is. I just got a bug in me. I'm going, we're going to just go. I turned around, dove down into it, straight down, going even faster. I said, that's it. We're going to the very end of this. I want to know what is in the deepest part. We're going to find out today. Never done that in the past over all these years. I'd only gone so far down. But as soon as I made that decision to turn around and go, let's see how far this goes, I went into a whole other realm of darkness I've never been into this lifetime. And it's funny because as I went down, 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 have, have you ever seen the pictures like the old Renaissance paintings where they show the heavenly host and God sitting up there in the throne and all the billowy clouds and all the levels and layers of the clouds and the angelic? kingdom and all that, and Christ and all these others. It was just like that, but reversed, going down into the darkness. So it was realms of darkness rather than going through the realms up into the light. Oh, what fun. <laughs> so as I kept transcending deeper into the darkness, entering you-know-whose kingdom, the fear was getting more and more intense it felt like it was almost going to crush me. The fear is so intense. And that's how it is. When we feel the pressure of that fear is where we go into reaction and it paralyzes us and that's it. That's when the fear has a hold of us. When we're in that, I know how hard it is. It's a challenge to break free of that because when we're in that kind of fear, we don't want to move, afraid something more is going to come out of the darkness and get us and really hurt us and we're already hurting enough. And that's why the game and why we talk so much about learning to really focus here and relax, surrender. Because it's us, you, we are the ones who have to 
take responsibility, to relax, to surrender, to focus. And in doing so, then we get the results. But if we're paralyzed by fear, we're stuck. We're stuck. But the more we can begin to focus to the seat of the soul automatically, just like today when I led us into meditation, do you notice? As soon as you start turning inside, you just start to relax. That's the response. You focus right into the soul here. Automatically, it starts to bring relaxation and peace. So I went down deeper and deeper. That fear got more and more intense, but I just relaxed. I know how this works. Okay. If the fear can get me, it's going to get me anyway, so let's surrender to it. But I know the more I surrender, the less the fear can get me. So finally, after flying so fast, I don't know how deep that was, I went. I finally came to the very bottom of it. The pit of hell. I'm not kidding you. I make it sound funny now because I want it to be humorous. I don't want to make it serious and dark, as dark and serious as it is, because when we make it serious and dark, well, that's how the fur, the fear gets us. Let's make it light and joyful. Let's go have a party with Lucifer. So as soon as I come into the pit of hell, there's an opening. And then who's there? The man himself, Lucifer. So once again, I get to see him face to face. The reflection of God is who Lucifer is. Go look up Lucifer, the definition. It's quite beautiful, actually. That's why I use that word, because it's the one I've been told many times in my own inner experience. I know often Jim will use Cal Narenjan, the Indian name, for the Lord of Reflection. He goes by many names. But I like Lucifer if you see the definition. Is the reflection, the quality of reflection. But boy, when you're in the depths of hell, that seems so real, does not seem like a reflection. But that's why I was trying to share with you the reflection. It was amazing, the qualities. That's why Lucifer wants to be worshipped like God. The reflective quality of God, Lucifer has simply turned in on himself, thinking he is God. That reflective quality, thinking that it is God because it is reflecting that, and it believed that's who it is, and that's the game here. And that's what the ego does. It's all gets self-centered because that action of reflection is where we have warped upon ourselves. And so Lucifer is that king of warp, <laughs> warp sense of humor, turn it in on itself. So as soon as I look... He sees me there. I think he was a little surprised. <laughs> he was mad. He looked at me and said, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. Get out. I'm not kidding you. He was mad. And I just looked at him, and I let him know. I said, I will get out of here as you ask or demand. I will get out of here as you demand. But I also let him know. He has no authority over me, and I'm free to come and go as I please because I know my authority, because I know the truth of who I am and the source from which I come and that goes with me. And that's what we're all doing here is waking up to that. Just as Jim and I know who we are, 
And sure, we have that action of service, but that service is the Holy Spirit anchoring in your consciousness with that sacred name when we share that with you in initiation that gives you that same authority to wake up and know who you are and live that loving so that that agent, that reflection of God, Lucifer, has no power over you either. And Jim and I meet with him once in a while to remind him and let him know, we're still here. We're still here. We know you don't like it, and you want us out of here. And we also have our initiates, our disciples that were here, and we're not leaving until we gather them all. And that's what we're doing. We're gathering our initiates. What are our initiates? It is those of you that are ready to awaken and return home to the spiritual realms that God is calling forward and has sent us to support you, to give you that sacred name, to share the way, the pathway, the ways and the means, the how-to, the techniques, the teachings like today, what these things look like, sound like, what we walk through, so you recognize it, how to learn your lessons, how to wake up and know the loving, to know the truth of who you are, so that you too can now walk out of here free and no longer be suppressed and under that power of that fear, that darkness. No matter how it is presented, it does not matter how it's presented. There's a million ways More than that, actually. Millions of ways it's presented. But the simple truth is just loving. And that's all we need to focus on. That loving itself is more powerful than anything in this creation. And the more we focus upon that and live in that, nothing. I really mean it. And you're going to find this out for yourself. Nothing will have power over you. And you'll have that freedom. When you have that freedom, though, you're not going to want to come and go as you please like I told Lucifer I would. I'm only doing that to be here to support the initiates. Otherwise, I no way I want to be here. This place sucks. Back home, being in the oneness with God, I can't even tell you. There's nothing to compare it to here. It's almost pointless to even try to give you an idea of what it's like to be in that ocean of loving because there's nothing here to compare it to. You have to go there to experience it. That's what this meditation is really about. But we've also got to talk about the Lord of darkness, the Lord of reflection in the games, the pitfalls. So that we no longer, so one, first we can recognize it. Because when we're walking around unaware, it's got a hold of us and we don't even know it. So we have to first recognize it, become aware, and go, oh, wow, something's got a hold there. Oh, wait a minute, that's me holding on to it. Oh, let go. Okay, wow, that's easy. That's really how it works. We think it's got us. That's another illusion. It's a reflection. We're holding it, but the reflection looks like it's holding us. This is how reflection works. It's us who is holding on to our fears. But if you look in the mirror, it looks like the fear is holding on to us. So you say, let go of me, let go of me. And you try to pull it off, you can't, it matches you. 
eventually one day you realize, oh, I just have to let go. And then all of a sudden it releases. Really, that's it. You have to let go. But we're not going to let go until we see an alternative, until we see something better. Well, that's a lot of why God brings the light to those that really are ready to let go. And so we go literally into the very depths, the very pit of hell itself, into the depths, the deepest, darkest places, because those are the areas that God, through the Holy Spirit, is sending myself or Jim and any other spiritual teacher to serve any soul that God is calling home that is caught in the fear. And so we go there to bring that light, to begin to awaken But that is God doing it, and I know that. I wouldn't want the job, really. I thought it'd be cool at the beginning when I didn't have a clue what this really meant. (laughs) I was suckered in. (laughs) He didn't want the job. (laughs) He knew. (laughs) Get that idiot over there. He'll do it. He thinks it's all loving and angelic and yummy. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun going down to the pits of hell. It's such a loving experience. Because I know how much the fear loves all of us. But I'll tell you what, the fear hates it when you love it back. But the only way to really love it is when you love yourself first. You've got to come into your own soul, which is self-love, true self-love. The soul is the only true self that we have to come into loving with. That's why the meditation is key. Yeah, we have all these other aspects of self through the mind, the emotions, imagination, and body. We also have to bring the loving into. Well, guess what? From the seed of the soul, the truth of who we are, that loving, the true self, where the soul is loving with God, Now that loving can come into our other selves to bring the light into the darkness. Okay? That action of initiation, when that Holy Spirit is anchored in your consciousness into the soul, that gives you now, it in a sense brightens your light. And as that goes with you now, that grace, as you allow it and meditate and open up, Now you're opening and allowing that grace that is that loving to go into the depths of your own hells, your own fears, down through all your other selves that are part of the world to bring that loving to release everywhere you've been caught up in all those areas within yourself until it's free. You, the soul, getting caught up in all this creation. But if you look at just your own inner kingdom, it's all right here. It's really not out there. It's not out here. That's the outer worship. That's what Lucifer's trying to get everybody to do. That's why I shared like this temple is all outer worship. If Lucifer can keep his focus outwards, he's got us. We've got to turn back in. And it is in and up because you've got to go to the soul. But even when you go to the soul, here's how this works. You go to the soul and where God's grace is, and then you surrender to God's grace And in the grace, God will bring you now through all the areas of darkness where you've been caught up and where you've placed your loving 
and creativity in all the areas of darkness. And so when you find yourself falling in those deep, dark holes, that's the grace now carrying you and bringing you there so that you can now go into those areas where you've been afraid, where you've placed a part of your loving creativity to now reclaim it. And as soon as you reclaim it, the experience is done. You come right back on up. Then the next day you meditate again, you go into all that loving, and you're like, okay, wow, there's the purple light, there's that loving and grace at the top of my head. And then all of a sudden you sink down into the fears again. You go, what the hell? I thought it was supposed to be. That's right, what the hell? Start, what the heaven? What the hell is, is that, guess what? We've got karma. Our karma is simply those areas in our consciousness where we placed our loving and creativity out of this eons of time that we've got to now go back into and claim, reclaim back to ourselves. That's called empowerment. We've got to go in to those areas inside of ourselves that are asleep, where it's dark and fearful. But when we do it as an action of surrender through meditation with God's grace, it is the grace that brings us into those areas of darkness to liberate ourselves, to reclaim ourselves. And then as we go in and we reclaim ourselves, then we're lifted right back up into that we're that much more free. You guys remember over the years where Jim used to talk about like a thread or a little string used to go down inside and then over time the more he would meditate and the more loving they'd put in there that turned into a rope and then it opened and an opening getting bigger and wider. That's the other way how this is described. Every time you go back and forth into all those areas in your consciousness, it gets wider and wider and wider till you have a very clear pathway freely now, all a movement of loving because you've gone through all these areas in your consciousness where all the fear and lessons are and reclaimed it. And that's why it's wider. Before, it looks like a string in the middle, but what's on the side of the string? He never talked about that, did he? Darkness, fear. That's the part I seem to talk about a lot. I've had a lot of experience with it. Yeah, wonderful. That darkness is what squeezes the light out of everything. But we have to feed the light. We have to feed the loving. That's why the meditation is key. We're not asking you to go in there and clear all your fears. We're asking you to love God and let that grace of God go now into all those areas to clear your fear. But the way it works is that God will not only clear it for you, that which you don't need to, but there are areas God wants you to learn. So God will bring you into those areas so you have the experience and learn. Those are the ones where you get scared. Those are the ones, why is this happening to me? God's grace is walking with you to go through those. All you've got to do is walk through it. Have your experience. Keep on walking. Just walk through it. Don't resist it. Don't avoid it. Don't try to find a way out of it. Just walk through it. Just face it and walk through it. It'll be done that much more quickly. And it is you just walking through that that allows God's grace to now free you of all those karmic bonds. You just have to be willing. That's why I talk so much about willingness and openness and surrender and letting go. Because I know that's the hardest thing to do when we're confronting these things. But the day you see Lucifer will be a wonderful grand day 
because you're not going to have that day until your soul is ready to liberate and get out of this creation. So if you see Lucifer or any aspect of him, don't be afraid. That's actually a wonderful day because that's the day you're going to be asked to get out of here. You're no longer welcome here because you're one now who's too awake. And that's what we're doing here. We're waking up. So a little more to finish up that experience. So after I had my fun conversation with Lucifer, started flying right back on up the way I came, came out the top through that pool again, came out of there, and boy, there was like an orgy going on or something. <laughs> sex, sex, sex everywhere, man. I'm like, what the hell happened while I was gone? <laughs> <laughs> They were doing all this outer worship and ritual, like spiritual stuff, and I came back, and there's sexual stuff going on. I'm like, okay, we know you're worshiping. (laughs) Well, guess what? You know what I've learned over the years? Some of the biggest fears and judgments around spirituality and sexuality. Yep. So guess what? A lot of this darkness has been that's been going around. A lot of people's fears around sexuality, lust, fear, judgment, all the good stuff. It's like my dad. Hey, Dad. I mean, my dad and mom are always watching, so hi. Just like you taught me when I was growing up, you always said everything, sex and violence, sex and violence. Well, you were right. (laughs) Sex to give birth and violence to get you out of here. Birth and death. Yep, it's true. It's like, wow, you really are wise. I now said it. (laughs) But those are the things that cause the most fear, literally sex and violence and all the judgments. And I don't know why, but maybe religion promoted it over the years, but probably in religion and spiritual pathways, they created a lot of fear and judgment around sex and lust. It's really not about the sexual act. It's about the energy behind it. This is important to understand. Jim said it this way. It's not what you do with the body. It's what you do in the body. So if you're having sex, are you doing it from a place of loving from within you or a place of lust from within you? Are you doing it from a place of fear and judgment or are you doing it in a place of loving and acceptance? That's what makes the difference. Not the physical action, the inner action. And this is true of everything. I'm only talking about sex specifically because that's what's going on, so I want to address it. Because I know when I acknowledge things, it begins to dissipate the fear. Because it's got to be acknowledged. If it's avoided, we only avoid because of fear. Call it judgment. Why do we judge things? Fear. Fear is the underlying basis. I don't care if it's judgment or anything else. Those judgments come out of a place of fear of the right and wrong. But it's really the inner dynamics. So stop looking at the outer circumstances, whether it's sex or anything else in your life. No matter what the outer actions, what the outer things you've been worshiping. 
and start to look at your inner dynamics. What are you doing inside of yourself? Are you doing these outer things out of fear and judgment? Or are you doing these things out of loving and accepting and forgiving? That's what's important. That's all an inner action that is not an outer action. The true spiritual journey has nothing to do with your physical experience. Nothing to do with your physical experience. It has nothing to do with your outer relationships. It has nothing to do with your jobs. It has nothing to do with any of your worldly experience or fantasies or anything about your physical life. It has everything to do with your inner life inside of you. That's why we share in here, you don't really need to give us your physical storyline. Like when we do Q&A, let's cut to the chase and go inside. The storyline sometimes helps to give understanding, and that's why we'll go there. But we really got to bring it inside and start looking at our thoughts, our feelings, our fantasies and expectations, our reactions. Those are all inside of us. Those are the things we need to look at, the fears, the judgments that we are running. Those are the things we need to address to bring the loving into in order to liberate ourselves from all of that. And so these inner experiences like I'm sharing today, well, all of us can have those and do have those because those are the things inside of us that we're all moving through. We just have to understand it and now participate more fully and start the action of loving more fully rather than surrendering and succumbing to the fear or the lust or the whatever and the judgments going. We want to start focusing on the loving, giving all these things up into the loving and bringing the loving into all these things within us. Because that's the only thing that is going to transform not only our consciousness, but that transformation of consciousness is nothing more or nothing less than letting go of our fears and waking up to the truth of who we are. It's all one and the same. There's just a million ways to say this. Really, there's all kinds of ways to say this, but it's all the same thing. It's just maybe a little more fun to go into some of the storylines and details. I mean, it's quite a journey. It's an amazing journey. But basically, it's pretty simple. So start looking at what's going on inside of you. And if you're one of the ones who's been having a hard time, especially the last couple weeks, know this. The last few months, you might have been sharing that quite a few of you are starting to really move into the soul realm and get liberated. Well, because Lucifer knows you're getting liberated, he's liking to stir the whirlwinds of darkness to make sure and to test you if you're going to react and give in to the fear again, or are you going to now once again say, yeah, I know that game. Yep. I surrender, and I love God. That's all we have to do. Doesn't matter what comes at you, like that queen mother had master of that school. She came at me as a cloud of darkness that hit me. Didn't matter. I was looking up. 
That's all we have to do is just look up, surrender, and look up. Let go, let God. Surrender, look up. That's it. Actually, when you're looking up, it's easy to surrender because when you're looking up, you're already in a place of vulnerability and openness, so these things can affect you. Even when they come at you, when they hit your energy field, they just dissolve, disappear because they can have no effect when you're really living the loving and looking into the loving. So when I say look up, I mean in and up spiritually, not look up like I'm doing on the ceiling here. Well, the light of God is out there. The light of God is in here. You've got to look into that inner light because that's where your source of loving, your power, your creativity, that essence of God that you are is. You stay focused into that. You practice this meditation we're sharing here. You're going to be liberated. You have those sacred names anchored in you. You're going to get liberated. And you're going to get liberated faster if you meditate and really do the inner work. Otherwise, it's going to take a little more time, but you're still going to get liberated. Because you wouldn't have asked for initiation and had that grace anchored in your consciousness unless there's a part of you that was really ready to become liberated. And then it's just the journey. Does not matter what your fears, your concerns, your worries or issues are whatsoever. It's all the same. And the way through it all, to fulfill it all, is truly all through the loving. And that really does take the action of meditation because that's where we go to the loving and allow the loving to go and move into us. It's the only way. There's really not any other way. Loving is loving. And loving works a certain way. And so the only way to do loving is the way loving works. And so we just have to discover what that is. And then it works. And then it will handle all this other fear and darkness and games and karmas and all the other fun stuff we talk about that everybody hates. So start looking at these things in your life. What are the fears running you? What are the judgments you have that you're letting run you? Is it the sex and the lust? Is it the violence, the pain? Is it desire and expectations? What is it you're running? Even though it seems like it's running you, well, it is running you because you've been running it long enough and now has a power. All we have to do is redirect ourselves. The more you start loving God inside, all that power you've given to all these things in the world, every time you meditate, you're actually withdrawing that power out of these things that you've created down here in the darkness. And eventually all that power of your loving and creativity, the more and more you bring it up here to the soul, eventually the soul becomes fully awake and then that which is of the world is fully dead back into the darkness, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. So all that that is of the world is restored in the world. You're done with it. And all that is you that is of spirit is restored in spirit. And it's done. It's complete. That's what we're doing here. We're just letting go of the world and now letting God. Meditate. 
meditate every day, several times a day, all day long if you want, but definitely give some devoted time, whether it's half an hour or the two and a half hours that we ask. Give some time because every bit you do, you're restoring your soul and awakening in taking all that that you've empowered here and now giving it back to yourself and letting that just die off. And you'll find all these darkness and dark forces and fears and judgments. You're going to find they really are illusions because as soon as you bring that loving back to yourself, they just disappear and drop away. It's amazing when you witness these things on the inner levels. But that's what happens. To really do yourself a favor, really do the meditation, and know the meditation really is all about loving and God's grace. And all the rest will happen as you do that. And I'm sure you'll probably have a few fun journeys like I shared today. But hopefully in sharing this, it helps give you a better idea so that if you do have that experience, you know you can just surrender and let it go and you'll be okay. There's truly nothing to fear. The fear tries to put you in fear because then it has you. But if you could just be loving and neutral, it can't get you. It'll go away or it'll dissolve. If it wasn't your fear, it was an agent of fear, it'll just go away. But if it was a fear you created, it'll dissolve. Either way, it leaves you. And the light of your loving is restored. That's soul liberation. And that's the soul now becoming one with God.